0: Well, our moms think we're funny. So, hey everybody, my name is Turk One Eighty Two, and I'm a Comey, and I'm eating a cinnamon raisin. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, blueberry biscuit. Yeah, right now because I'm hungry, and we got podcasts to do. So, damn straight, kill two birds with one stone. And I'm watching Super Jacked Chris Evans running down the street. So, you know that um, I think I told you this that he's got these prosthetic shoes on that look like feet. Yeah. And it'd be the stupidest, I mean, that's the stupidest, the weirdest thing to have as far as a, a prop from a movie, but I'd love to have the Chris <laughs> Evans, like, prosthetic <laughs> shoe feet. <laughs> or feet shoes. <laughs> uh, bad news, Tarantino's already got those. Oh, shit. No, because so I don't think he cares about men's feet, just women's feet. Yeah, I guess that's true. Apparently, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has more, like, foot-in-the-camera shots than any of his other movies. Really? That's what I hear. <laughs> It's like, at this point, he's just, like, kind of stopped trying to be subtle about it. and He's just leaning into it. I don't understand feet, man. I mean, yeah, I've, I've never gotten the fetish. Someone out there, help us. I mean, I don't really want to know. I can't... I mean, because I may never look at a big toe the same way ever again. <laughs> I, I want to hear exactly what it does for you. <laughs> Explain to me. Maybe Maybe we're missing something really good. <laughs> I mean, like, is it, um... Does, I mean, do people have hand fetishes? I mean I guess they do, but you never really hear we hear about foot fetish, we never really hear about a hand fetish. There are fetishes for everything. <laughs> I mean but like to that extreme, I guess. Well, I mean no. I mean nothing's as widespread as foot, foot fetishes. So, like, so if it's like a picture of a foot like an ankle bracelet on, is that like like well, is that like lingerie for a foot or like a toe <laughs> ring? I mean that's, that's foot bondage, man. <laughs> foot bondage. <laughs> it was like a tattoo on a foot, it's like, oh my god, it's so damn sexy. I don't know, there's some people who wouldn't be into tattoos on feet. That's yeah, true. It's, you know, like oh, why would I put a sticker on a Buick, man, or whatever? You know, it's like, like me with like fancy cars, it's like me with tattoos on thighs. I'm like, oh, no, nah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, no. Nah. Or on, you know, like the breastal chest area. I'm right, like, right. I mean, depending on the person, I'm like, yeah. okay, it, I this it. The bedonkers, if you will. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, uh, yeah, the, uh, I, I, I say sometimes they like said depending on the person it's okay, but the, the other times like oh, ah, yeah, no so. I can understand why, you know, some people are like, oh my God, no. It's like, oh, you, you've killed it. I can never look at feet the same way again. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, boy, we, we jumped into a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, life on planet Earth. Yeah, it sucks. Mm, yeah. It's been pretty bad for a hot minute now. Um, for several different reasons. But how do you feel about life on other planets? Uh, well, we've talked about the, Um, I don't really think it's out there. No, I mean about like living on another planet. Like, uh, so let's take like Wally, where you're on a spaceship, just like traveling through, you know, space, or you know, going some way to maybe to another destination. Who yeah. knows what? So, like, if we were to say, like, move some people off of Earth and put them on other planets, mm-hmm. uh, I know the perfect place for some people. It's a perfect <laughs> little planet kind of all by itself you know no neighbors that really gonna bother you yeah um it's pretty much uninhabited but it's uh it can sustain human life um for the most part of course you can do there's there's very few what we would consider if i'm going to use star trek terms m class planets out there Mm -hmm. that we can just move to so we'd have to do something to make it um livable for for humans right right but so this planet here is like it's somewhat livable right now but um in certain areas but you have to kind of you know um if you want to expand you'd have to kind of expand your your habitation um air, you know area um uh, technologically speaking. Right, right. So course. but it's a, it's a nice little planet um LV426 and oh, there's yeah. there's quite a few people that I think would do very well on that planet. I'd love to send them there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I could submit a list now for that. So um, but, uh, you yeah, know I got to be honest. I think that most planets people would ruin. Mm, well, I don't think they could ruin LV-426. Uh, no, me. no, that's that's totally fair. But, mm. uh, you know, I, I would say, like, you know, if we were to go somewhere, like, within our solar system, a totally uninhabited planet, uh, people would people would fuck it up, you know. Mm. Uh, another really good planet, and this one does not need any terraforming at all. It's perfect the way it is, and it's, it you know, can sustain human life without a problem. Uh, planet Klendathu. There's a mm. lot of people I'd love to send to Planet Klin as well. I think they do very well on that planet. Yeah. So, what um, about Rigel Seven? Um, yeah, I think that'd be that'd be um, or or Omicron Persei Eight. I think they do very well there as well mm. too. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, but uh, but uh, and LV Four Twenty Six. I think that there are a lot of people on this planet that would be quite happy living there yeah and I think they'd make quite a little rest of their lives yeah they'd never want to come home absolutely yeah help. I mean that would be their home so yeah. they never yeah. want to go anywhere else <laughs> um, uh was it isn't uh isn't uh the planet Rigel um uh, in uh star trading that the uh, like the pleasure planet that they always go to that that uh that Riker always wants to go to I think so yeah Yeah, I'm not as familiar with my Star Trek lore as Star Wars. Hmm. I see. Which is a damn shame, because I find Star Trek very, very interesting. I've just never been able to, like, really immerse myself in that franchise the same way I have Star Wars. I would have to say that I think, um, with some, you know, minor movie exceptions, I do find Star Trek more uh, enjoyable Mm -hmm. overall. I, I, it's a world I would rather live in than Star Wars. I agree. Um, so, I Star Wars kind of sucks as far as that goes. Well, we've had a discussion about that. <laughs> yeah. Everything's wrong with Star Wars. I would, <laughs> that would definitely be a Sith. No doubt about it. <laughs> mm. So, um, yeah, so... So let's say that, that we could... like. So let's say that we running control of who got to leave the planet. Right. Um, because we wouldn't be. It would be right. the 1%. Um, but, uh, nah, but let's say that, that we, though, could choose... Um, well, let's see. I would say we choose a planet to go to, but no, um So let's, let's speak realistically, then. You sure, know. Um, sure. Elon Realistic. Musk is... Um, um, God, I wish we could substitute him with Elon Tusk. I'm just saying, I'm just, I mean, you know, Musk is, he is what he is, but I think Tusk would just, he would just be so much better to, I, I could converse with him a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, I just, we just need to find him and ask him, because I know that he would just be like, so you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> totally. So, but, um, I mean, you know, he's working on his, uh, his rockets and stuff like that. And I think he's planning on sending them to Mars or, isn't that right? It. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? But he's always got these big ideas. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think they, Mars is like the the closest planet to us that, um, as far as we can tell, is possible of, of uh, sustaining life with some modifications. Right. Right. Um, yeah. They'd need to set up a biodome or something. Right. Now I have to create like some atmosphere processors or something like that. Um, so that being said, how do you feel about colonizing Mars? I I kind of have to side with C.S. Lewis on that one. Let's let's pray that mankind never escapes the Earth to spread his t- terror and iniquity elsewhere. I think it'd be that kind of thing. Like you know, if if we ever got to Mars, we'd just we'd fucking ruin it. You know, they they'd set up the little biodome thingies, and it's like, oh yeah, here's where everybody lives, and it's like, and now we need a mall and a Starbucks and a McDonald's. <laughs> oh, hey, let's be fear. As soon as they found it, that it was that you were capable of, like, getting to Mars, Starbucks would be, like, the one behind making that possible. Be like, oh, hey. <laughs> like, before you had anything else built, there'd be a Starbucks there. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, eventually, you know, there's still going to be, like, racism and classism because that's a human problem. So, you know, you're going to have, like, areas where there's the rich people and then you're going to get, like... Kind of the more podunk areas, and they're going to start setting up like Dollar Generals and shit like that, and it's just it's not going to be good, you know. It'll just be like a matter of like a generation or two before it all goes to shit and just becomes another Earth. Yeah, um, I hate to say it, I agree, but I agree. Um, well, first off, when we do decide that we're going to colonize Mars, so this, let's say that that's it, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to colonize colonize Mars. That's how it's going to be. Well, first, it's like who is going to get there? Like, who's going to who's going to get to Mars first? That's going to be the big question, mm-hmm. and that's also going to be the biggest issue. Is whoever gets there first gets basically to grab the the land that they want? Right, right. Or if you you know some people may even say that if I get there first, I can claim Mars for myself. Mm-hmm. And of course, it make everyone else mad. And you're like, <laughs> you can't do that. You can't have it. So, and because you, you, you've got countries that. Just aren't capable of that. They, they've never been set up in a way that they have that kind of technology. Like financially, they're not ready. And for the most part, as a as a a world, we've never tried to help those people either. You know, they think that the idea is that well, you know, you do it on your own. Right. Why should we help you? You know, um, you know, we've got our own problems to worry about. Or you know, and plus, it's it's also the thing is you know, it's the um, it's the unbreakable principle. Right. 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 So. Yeah, we can't be a rich country unless you're a poor country. Otherwise, how we know we're a rich country? Right. Um, right. I, <laughs> when everyone's super, nobody is. Exactly. So you have some people that are never going to have a stake in Mars at all. Mm-hmm. And then you're, then you're going to fight over, like, who gets like what kind of territory and who gets this. So if, if my country gets there first, then we could stake out and say, well, we want all of this area right here. And then when someone else shows up there, they would go, well, well hold, hold on now. Uh, you know, like, well, we want this area right here, but who knows Who knows when they're going to get there. Right. You know, the right. first person to get there is going to probably be there for quite a while. Yeah. It'll be Canada. Probably. And see, that wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, I could live with Canada being there. I mean, the thing is, you know, if America does it, then, you know, it's not only going to be a, a classist, racist thing. Like, within Mars itself, but it's also going to be, oh, well, you know, the Mars inhabitants are going to think they're way superior to the Earth inhabitants. Because it's like, oh, we've come so much further than you. And And see, that's the other problem, is that you're going to get this thing where, at first, everything on Earth is going to be, like, subsidizing Mars. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be sending things there because they don't have anything. Yeah. While you're building things like, you know, atmosphere processors and stuff like that. You know, the people are going to be living in, you know, some kind of biodomes or, you know, habitat you know, whatever they're going to be living in. for Who knows? Could for years while they get this stuff ready for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Suffering all kinds of like dangers and perils and disasters and all that stuff. You know I mean? I mean, if, if a biodome malfunctions or something that's like done right, you're basically looking at everybody in that thing just being wiped out. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of deaths. And there's probably going to be some countries or, or places going to wait and be like, I'll wait until you get that part set up. Then I'll create like a like a joint like effort with you um, to to work in because we will not have to put up as much you know like uh, like uh income or you know finances of our own to kind of get this thing working right right so you're gonna have that but but they can't grow anything they don't have anything everything they have is gonna come from Earth so once they do start to get things set up they're like okay well uh when people start to live there it's like well you kind of owe everybody on Earth you know on Earth a like a debt. Right. You know, right or the people on Mars are like well you know what what do you have because you're taking so much from us, so what are you contributing back right yeah? and then you're not really adding to our infrastructure. so what are you giving back to us mm-hmm. until or unless they find something on Mars that we need So if you go to like a movie like Total Recall, okay, well, they've got tribinium right. um, on on Mars. Which they're mining. Neutron, they have rubies. No. <laughs> Ruby, <laughs> Madness! <laughs> Ruby Madness! Ruby Madness! <laughs> but they've got, they got the Trebinium. And since that's the only place you can get it, you know, um, then uh, Cohagen rules over Mars completely. Mm-hmm. He can do whatever he wants and no one's going to say anything because if Earth tries to interfere, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and I'm just going to shut down the pyramid mines. And you know, you guys won't get your precious Trebinium. And so I do what I want, and you guys are going to turn a blind eye to it as long as you're getting what you need from it. Right. So when that happens, that's when the tables get flipped, and that's when you get your whole classes thing coming in, right? All yep. that kind of stuff. And then now things are uneven. Uh, and then that's also when you get to a point where once we get to a certain point on Mars, that uh, that where we can contribute back. Well, who says we need to? Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe now we're sustainable and we don't need. You anymore. Yep. Yep. So it, it, it all it's it, gonna do is pull away from the Earth economy and feed into the Mars economy with no guarantee that it'll ever reciprocate. And you're gonna say, well, you know, that that probably wouldn't happen. England <laughs> America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um so I mean that that's a big possibility. And then the people that are gonna go to Mars first are gonna be the ones that need that need work. So you can be like, oh, you need work? Come work on Mars, yeah. right? Um, you know, since you're, since you're not going to have any for people that first go to Mars, there's not going to be anything really there. You're not going to earn money because you can't spend it on anything. There's right, nothing here, right. so everything that's going to be given to you that's going to be a big incentive. Come to Mars, everything is paid for. Right? You know, we're going right. to give you your food, we're going to give you housing, we're going to give you everything. All you got to do is just kind of risk your life a little bit to help build this place up. American military. Mm. <laughs> so then, once it's built up, then that's when the you know the um, the more, I don't say the affluent, but that's when the powerful people come in. Right, like they do business, right. and then that's when things start to get separated, and then you have that huge class divide between the workers, and then like the people that run the companies or that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and you don't have anybody in between. And then they're like, "Well, you know what? We're not dependent on the Earth anymore. The Earth is going to charge us for different things. So now we're going to start charging you for that. Right. And right. since we haven't developed a, a monetary system yet." Maybe we'll start doing it, we'll start maybe indenturing you. Right. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, and that's where the whole thing starts. And so then when it does get it to a place where it's gonna be little cities with um, you know, shopping centers and, you know, homes and not just like the the little shanty towns that you that you lived in. Um, and that's where again you've got that big class divide there that these people that helped you to build that are never gonna be the people that are gonna live in those other places. Mm-hmm. And then like I said and that's provide that. Um, if you, um, if you're still, you you're still dependent on, on the earth. Yeah. If the Mars is no longer dependent on earth, then those ruling classes, I mean, it just big, be, Mars becomes a big dictatorship. Yep. Yep. And, and, you know, you may be, you may have this like great source that you're, that you're creating, uh, or that you're like mining or finding or processing that, um, you will never, never actually be a part of. It's like you're going to be like, given like a, like a stake of Mars or, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to get like 10% of this or you're going to get, you know, 40 acres in a Martian mule or something <laughs> like Like, mm. who knows? <laughs> it's like a, uh, like Sea Lab. It's like, like, screw you! We're not going to keep those treaties! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's like, if it's, if it's going to be such a small thing, you know, Mars would have to start off as small colonies. It's not like it's going to be something the size of New York right off the start. You know, it'd be pretty easy for people to just be like, fuck the laws. We can just kill the rich people and eat them. And then Mars is our planet. Right. And then, you know, who's going to run? And then, um, and the other thing is it takes so long to get stuff to, from Mars to Earth and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. You know, when you're, it's going to be a while before you're even going to be to a point where you're going to be like, not even independent, just... To where you can really start to contribute, not back to Earth itself, but to just your own people on Mars. Right, right. That's going to be a while. So it's uh, it's it, it creates a lot of problems of its own, and I can see where on the surface a lot of people would be um, would be like jumping at the chance because you can um like it's just transfer like a whole new start. Here's mm-hmm. a whole new like world. This like this kinda like come to America. Here's a new place that we can that we can start over again and make right. Right. Um but unfortunately in or everything that you're using to do that is all the broken stuff that you're bringing with you, you know? Yep. Yep. Uh, so It's like if you think that there's gonna be no like climate change on Mars after we get there, then you're sorely mistaken. Right. The problem is the the problem's not like earth the problem is that humans fuck up everything they touch mm-hmm. and they've been doing that for at least the 6000 years of recorded history that we have so i mean all all it's going to do is you know there's mars and it's this unsullied planet and we're going to go sully it and actually it's actually before you know the 6000 years because the um like the very first page of written history was like I I, had, I killed this guy to get his skin so I could write this down with. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean that's basically it. That's like the whole point of the Cain and Abel story is that like he, you know, he's the first person in history to kill a man and brag about it, basically. Mm-hmm. Or I think I think that's like Cain's son or his grandson. It's like I killed a man who did me wrong or mm-hmm. something like that. It's I like, shot a man in Canaan just <laughs> to watch him <laughs> die. <laughs> You know Johnny Kane. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. I'm Johnny Kane. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love that song you did, Tennessee Camel. <laughs> uh, but it, it's it. I mean, it sounds great. But the other part of that is like, as the Earth starts to become overpopulated, you're like, well, then we'll just move to Mars. You know, we'll start that, but. It's it, against that whole broken thing. If you haven't fixed a problem here, mm-hmm. only thing you're going to do is you're going to overpopulate that area too. Yep. You know, um, and it's it is it's that same cycle over and over again. And then what happens when you have two plants that are completely over like overpopulated and have been used up and you know, no resources, that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, it's a uh, Ray Bradbury did a uh, a lot when he um when he did the Martian Chronicles. So yeah. if you've never yeah. read Martian Chronicles, it's fantastic um a lot of really good stories in there but he he talked about some of that stuff uh, like stories like uh, was it the other foot and uh and things where your stories where you know they go in there like oh hey look uh you know because the martians aren't there for the most part they're and martian chronicles is a, is a series of short stories that take place on mars but they are some some ways connected and they do kind of follow like a timeline mm-hmm. but they're not it's not like a one technically one big story um they're kind of loosely connected. Some actually are more, um, more tightly connected than others. But they, they, the Martians aren't there for the most part. But then you do see some occasionally. And you do see, like, the remnants of the uh, the Martian society. And at right, right. one point, these soldiers come across this Martian church. And they're looking at it like, hey, look at this place. And you think, and it's abandoned. And they just start shooting it up. Wow. You know, and they, they've got, like, Martian stained glass windows. And they just start destroying the place. And they're like, why? Why are you doing that? It's like, it's not, it's not our stuff. You know, it's like, right. and... It's like that you, if you, you know, when you get there and you start doing things and it's, you're going to, you're, you're just going to like say carry, like you said, carry over all that stuff that you brought Mm -hmm. and you're just going to kind of perpetuate those whole things over again. And you're going to eventually going to overpopulate that. Then like, so what do you do? What do you do when you got two overpopulated planets that are low on resources yep and you you start looking for another planet to go to or like. (laughs) I, I, I mean, I don't know. And Mars is not very big compared to the Earth either. No. So, and it doesn't have the resources. Even if we can, like, terraform it to yeah. make it support life, it'll never be able to produce as much food, like, per acre as Earth does. It's just not going to happen. And and think about, like, a, like and who knows what you can grow on Mars. I mean, you're thinking about, well, we can grow, um, you know, we, we can, once we get... A, a suitable habitat, you know, and we can uh, get things to like produce movie because we've got uh, some kind of uh, like uh, if you take a look at like a uh, what's the movie? Um, uh the Matt Damon movie, um, The Martian yeah thank you I <laughs> i kept trying to think it was like something else but yeah the martian like, um, i don't want to say the martian because that sounds a bit obvious but okay yeah the martian because <laughs> i kept i kept thinking of the thing of the book I'm like the book the book the book um which the book i really liked a lot yeah um i hear it's really good oh yeah i, I dug it quite a bit there's a lot of science in there but i mean that's what uh that's what even though i didn't understand it at all that's what i dug about it but um in that you know he he grows potatoes. That's what he eats. He had some potato seeds, and he grew those using some of the dirt and soil they have from some of the stuff they were doing, and then taking his own human waste and like you know doing all stuff. But he had to devote a whole section of of his like habitat um, to to create this uh, like greenhouse. Right. And mm-hmm. at one point, he blows it up, and and, and he thinks he's lost everything, and it, but so. But that you have to think about, like, what are you going to grow there? You're going to have to get earth soil and somehow be able to make it work. What if you What if you can get like a nice atmosphere, like uh, on Mars, and you know, within your your area, and then you make Martian soil uh, possible for for growth? Mm-hmm. But you can't, might not be able to grow like human. I mean, like earth plants or food there. Right. And if right. you can, it may end up becoming some kind of like some mutated version of whatever. So. Like what, what do you, what do you grow there? And like, is it going to be something that you can, that is like edible? I mean, well, I, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, like there are people who can't even eat things from another country. And like, you know, some people get sick drinking the water from other countries, like getting a resource from a whole other planet. I mean, that could completely kill you like in one go. <laughs> Not to mention that you—you you, I mean you talk about like a class thing and, and a racial thing. After living on Mars for a while, your body is going to change, and mm-hmm. the bodies of your children and descendants are going to change because you're closer to the sun now. And I'm just going to tell you, closer to the sun, it means you're going to be a little bit darker. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just saying, if 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 you have, racists, if you have problems with people of darker skin color. You may not want, if you have problems with people of darker skin color, you may not want to move to Mars. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, and I mean, your body's going to, the, the the difference in the, um, and the, uh, the gravity, yep. the atmosphere, those are all things that are going to affect you, like, uh, your, your physiological self. And it's also going to affect you psychologically too. Mm-hmm. And that's so, the other thing too, is you think about like entertainment. What are you going to have for entertainment? Yep. You know? It's going to take forever for sort of TV signals or whatever to get from Earth to Mars. It's yep. not like you're going to be making your own movies there. So, again, you're going to be dependent on whatever they can get to you, which is always going to be way delayed. So, right, you know, that's crazy to think about. We could live long enough to see the first porno shot on Mars. Theoretically. Hell of a lot could happen in 20 years. That's true. I'm just trying to think of how much different that would be, though. Hmm. I don't know why the very first thing my mind went to was porn, but you know they're going to shoot that before they shoot a feature-length movie. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, like Sony and everybody else be waiting around to see what the, what format they're going to use. That's who's going to win the console wars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's I mean, come on, that's because that's what it, it going to be like? Blu-ray or HD? It's like it's like oh, what? Which one the porn choose? Oh, there you go, Blu-ray is the winner. You know? Is it going to be like VHS or Betamax? Which one the porn choose? VHS, VHS is the winner. But Betamax Superior, I said VHS is the winner. Like, I hate to to borrow a line from from like Charles Barkley. You know, it's like uh, I told you about the Olympic thing, right? Yeah, you know, it's like you know, during the the Olympics, where the dream team was there, and they were they were playing basketball against the other teams who did not have like basketball teams. And They were made up there of that country's professionals. Bro. They weren't like the U.S. professional players. <laughs> and after and after the matches, the people, the players would come over there, and they would want like shake their hands and ask them if they could like, oh, can I have your shoes? And Charles Barkley said, no, you can't have my shoes. You came here to get beat. Now go home. <laughs> <laughs> such, a, such a dick move. <laughs> but it's so damn funny. It is funny. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you, you would, you know, yes, like, yeah, Betamax might be superior, but yeah, <laughs> you, you got beat. Now go home. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, we're going to have categories on Pornhub of like interplanetary porn. Oh, man. Hot Martian bitch sucks earth dick. Oh, All geez. caps real. <laughs> it's okay. I got two mouths. One for each of you. <laughs> what are you doing, Step Martian? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Step Martian mom's trapped under the boulder again. Oh, <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> I've heard... I. I so, help. I'm stuck in the airlock. <laughs> 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 I've heard, and I I don't know where where I read it, or I hope I'm not making this up, but that uh, like there was a I guess a zero gravity porn that was made um, shot on the ISS, right? Huh? Yeah, the one was it or it wasn't shot on the ISS? Was I don't remember, but I but I remember I think I remember reading about then they were like. Yeah, you don't want to watch it because, you know, when you're when you're having sex, you know, your your body is moving, and parts of your body are moving as well, mm-hmm. um, and but they're all moving in accordance with gravity. Yeah, in zero g, things are moving without the laws of gravity. So they're moving in ways that <laughs> that you don't want to see. <laughs> Isn't that kind of the same thing as like underwater porn though? Not quite, because there's still gra like there's a little there's some flotation there, but it's still everything still goes down. I guess. I mean I can't I can't watch the underwater stuff because I just think about how long they're holding their breath and it's like, oh God. <laughs> Well, that's just like when you watch a movie where the person is like underwater and they're trying to like escape from something and you just find yourself holding your breath. And you're mm-hmm. Like, okay, now if that were me, would I be able to do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, then, like, you watch an underwater porn. It's like, I got to come or I got to breathe. One of the two. <laughs> it's like, come on, come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I heard that like, I think Pornhub was offering like a million dollars for a uh, For a porno shot in zero G, but I I didn't know if it ever actually happened. I just, I don't want to see the money shot. (laughs) uh, (laughs) No, I don't like money shots in zero G. (laughs) They get everywhere. (laughs) But, uh, but like, so, if you, if you do have people, like, say living on Mars, there's, you're going to have to have some kind of entertainment. You're going to have to have something, and you can, you can take all the, like, you know, all the Blu-rays and DVDs or whatever else of, like, Friends and Seinfeld. <laughs> but eventually, that's going to get old. And and especially if they, you know, someone they get, like, you know, they oh, man, dude, I just watched, like, you know, like, uh, Avengers movie 6. And it's like, 6? Shit, man, I haven't even seen 4 yet. <laughs> it's like, when is 4 going to get here? Two more years. Two more years, it'll be here. Damn, transmissions are slow. Nope. Asteroid came in between the transmission and interrupt the signal. They got us like start like uploading it all over again. Like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> um, so you have to have something there. You got to be able to keep the people, you know, happy and, and all that. So again, you're going to be dependent on earth for a while. And, yep. and the hey. thing is you, you, you forget about that while they're building all this stuff, you have to have things like psychiatry and stuff. Cause people are going to go a little stir crazy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Ruby madness. <laughs> and then some kind of like, some, some kind of like police force or something too. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not just like we're going to put a bunch of workers out there to start building shit. Yep, yep, yep. I feel like some of it may become, like some of the entertainment may become kind of clandestine, like uh, Reign of Fire, where they're just like reenacting Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, see, that would be kind of, kind of cool, too. Make sweeted movies, but they'd be m- uh, martianized. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, martianized movies. Everything just takes place on, like, Red Dirt. <laughs> 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 that would be cool. Is... uh jaws, but instead of it being in the water, it's Martian sand. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So, see, that'd be cool. The old like, sand worm? Yeah. We need a bigger sand boat. <laughs> you ever seen a sand shark? He's got <laughs> dead eyes, like a doll's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you're going to have Martian slang, because you know people are going to start making up their own shit for like what goes on there, and then... You yeah. know, And then don't forget about all new Martian diseases. Oh, God, yeah. Because, I mean, it's not because people are going to be doing weird stuff out there. It's because (laughs) in a new environment, your body's going to adjust and it's going to do different things. And then there you go. So (laughs) This drink tastes funny. (laughs) It's because I put some funny stuff in it. (laughs) So, I mean, in some ways, I I like the idea of the expansion. um, But at the same time, you know, expansion is not... With with expansion, you always get the good and the bad, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's. I almost feel like for us to expand, we would need someone else to kind of help guide us. Yeah, you know, so we need to me like another race. Um, Not to not to take too much from (laughs) Porno Pyros, but um, (laughs) but we would need another race to like have like, oh hey, so we can help you guys along and help you know rein you in and keep you contained where you need to be. So that um, you don't end up like kind of going off the rails, <laughs> and and then you know there are going to be people that you know that you're going to have this this thing where people are going to start hate the people on Mars. You're going to forget about oh, it's like well, you know you may have used to been Earthlings, but you're not Earthlings anymore now. You know oh, yeah. now you're now you're Martians, and well, that'll happen within a generation because yeah. as soon as people start getting born on Mars, then they're considered Martians. <laughs> yep, but how oh, are the dual intergalactic citizenship. <laughs> Oh, so, but you, but you know, I'm just gonna say people of Earth are stupid. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna put it out there, and not not everybody is stupid, but as as a general like race or class of people, people of Earth are stupid. <laughs> and I'm gonna bring up two points uh, to, to, to 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 prove this. And I know some people are gonna push back, and these are things that I've raised like for the longest time, the longest time. Um, and I'm actually gonna like pull up something real quick here all right that way I can kind of help illustrate my point um so the planet Saturn yeah what do you know about the planet Saturn uh it's got rings okay it does have rings um but uh did you know that uh see where we at between Jupiter and Uranus yeah you wish um see where are we? That's about all I know about Saturn. (laughs) That's all I know about Saturn. I thought I would be able to find it real quick by just doing that, but I was like, nope. Uh, If you do a Control-F, you can find the specific word you're looking for on a page. I got it. I I wanted to find this. So the moons of Saturn. Mm -hmm. So it says the moons of Saturn are numerous and diverse and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Only 10... um, The... Has a tiny moonlets and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, you have Titan, um, which is yep. the largest, um, uh, larger than the planet Mercury, it says. But you have, uh, let's see. Let's see. I don't want the moonlets. I want the outer moons. All right. So the outer moons of Saturn, where the hell are all the names of them? Hmm. Here oh, we go. There we go. So we got uh, Mimas, Mimas or whatever. Enceladus, Tethys, Dione, Rhea, Titan, Lepetus. I'm probably pronouncing all those wrongs. I don't don't give a shit. (laughs) All right. um, Naga, Naga, not going to go there. Um, So so Saturn has a lot of moons, and we've named them. Mm -hmm. We've named the moons of Saturn. Uh. So Earth has a moon. Yep. What is the name of Earth's moon? Isn't it just Luna? Uh, well, Luna is, uh, well, lunar, Luna is just Latin for moon. Hmm. So what is the name of Earth's moon? I don't think it has a name, does it? No, it doesn't. How fucking stupid is that? <laughs> we named all the other moons on every other planet except for ours, which we just call moon. <laughs> That's like mm-hmm. Tarzan naming his son Boy. <laughs> Well yeah, I mean we we call our planet Earth. That's my other thing. We call our planet Earth. Yeah. What and what is the stuff that we stand on? What's well, the Earth? <laughs> yeah. How stupid is that we named that planet Saturn and after we named the all those moons. Of death. And we named all those moons, but then when it comes to the place where we live it's Earth. <laughs> Earth. I just named it after the thing I'm stepping on, Earth. <laughs> what's that thing up there? The moon? Yeah. And the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean how stupid is that? <laughs> That's just damn dumb. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. I mean like the naming conventions of the rest of the solar system are awesome, because like Saturn's the god of death and and Jupiter is like the, the elder god and and Mars is the god of war and Venus is the god of fertility and then it's Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Earth, a god of rock. Right. I'm like, I'm like that so stupid. <laughs> Why are we so stupid? <laughs> Just another example of why humanity is fucked up and stupid and can't be trusted. It's so one job. So, you know, generally, um if you find something like, you know, oh hey, I found this country, I'm gonna name it, you know, you know whatever, you find something, you name it, right? Yeah. We found the moon, no one's ever named the moon, so I'm naming the moon. Okay. I'm naming it after me, I'm naming it Turk. Cool. And you can't tell me that it's not because no one else has given it a name, right? Yeah. Only thing you did was to call it Moon. Moon is a classification. It's not a name. So, since no one else decided to name it, I'm going to name it. I'm claiming that bitch for me. All right. It's Turk. It's Moon and then it's Turk. And all you people that claim that you've landed on Turk and you've walked on Turk. (laughs) All right. I don't remember any of you asking me for permission. I don't remember you paying me anything. Monopoly rules, bitch. Oh, guess what? You just landed on Turk. You owe me $200. I'm looking at you, Neil Armstrong, DeGrasse Tyson. In that case, can I name the Earth after me? I was going to name it Planet Bob, but sure. That's only fair. I'm going gonna, gonna to call this planet uh, Nick Hawk. Huh? Nick Hawk. Nick Hawk? McHawk. M-little c-h-a-w-k. McHawk? Yeah, first name Holden. Oh, nice. (laughs) Right now we're approaching Holden (laughs) McHawk. We are now entering the orbit of Holden (laughs) McHawk. Boy, those astronauts are going to feel mighty stupid in a few years. (laughs) (laughs) That's me playing the long con. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see that—that'd be—that'd be fantastic. <laughs> well, now approaching the planet Barry McConner, <laughs> <laughs> yay! Yeah. And uh, as a satellite, uh, as the satellite blew up and actually exited the planet's orbit, you know there were. Streams of debris you know, like coming out of holding macaque <laughs> <laughs> Headed straight for the moon. Uh, so there you go. Well, there we go. I like our idea better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, holding macaque and uh and turk. <laughs> and, and the moon turk. Ah, uh, so there you have it. So colonizing the moon, um, in some ways, I'm I think it'd be kind of neat, but in all actuality, it would just be a nightmare of a cluster. Mm-hmm. And um, and I feel sorry for the people that would um, that would I don't want to say get roped into it, but for the people that would uh, ended up end up going there and thinking that it would be like a great place for a new start and beginning, because yeah. you know when as it, as it would be built to them. It would see be like the best thing, um, the best thing out there. Yeah, and be like, yeah. oh heck yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I can start all over again, and, and yeah. So, but uh, no, it, it wouldn't. You would just get duped. It would just be like uh like escape from the Bronx. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think uh, I think we're we're best. Well, not <laughs> we're best, but we're we're better off. Uh, no, the universe is better off with us staying right where we are. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, guess I'll have to pull like a Jake Busey if anyone ever wants to like, um, wants to like kind of go to Mars, be like, oh, you going to have to sabotage your rocket there, chief. <laughs> Can't have that. <laughs> Trust me, it's for, the, it's for the betterment of the universe. Hey, Elon Musk, come fight us. <laughs> we'll kick the shit out of you for trying to ruin the rest of the galaxy. <laughs> I don't fight pedophiles. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, and and again, this is because eventually you're gonna end up getting to a space like like a, like a space war between the people of Mars and the people of Earth, mm-hmm. and you know y- you don't want that. And then we'll have to come up with with funny racial slurs for people born on Mars. Yeah. yeah except for like the like Native Americans, but like finally there comes someone else with red skin. <laughs> <laughs> now who's the red man? <laughs> 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 No, we're taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just had an epiphany. Yeah. Um, on second thought, I uh, I'm, I'm kind of in favor of of colonizing Mars. Okay. Because the people of Mars will the some of the people there they will bring their religion with them but others will be looking for a new religion hey <laughs> in the words of jumbo from *Cleveland stitch ah, now it's my turn <laughs> 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 so yeah okay. uh, so please come to mars it's <laughs> great <laughs> and, and, and you know, we got a we got a new religion for you uh, It'll be uh, it'll be fantastic. So hey. Um redemptionism is alive and well on Mars. It is. Uh, so uh wow, it's it's amazing how quickly I can just change my point of view when there's something <laughs> in it for me. <laughs> but you know what they say, that's just you know, greed is just the Martian way. <laughs> You need to just... That needs to be the only thing on your internet profiles. (laughs) I never realized how quickly I could change my mind until there's something in it for me. (laughs) Put that as the opening line on your Tinder profile. (laughs) Go home, Kate. I may be a bastard, but I'm not a fucking bastard. (laughs) Uh, Well... My name is uh, Turk182, but you can call me Archbishop of Redemptionism <laughs> on the First Colonized Church of Mars. <laughs> and uh, I'm a Comey, but you can call me Holden <laughs> Uh We can catch you doing what? <laughs> you can catch these hands, bitch. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, when <laughs> we will be, I think, I think... Because of this, we will actually probably be the first. Oh my god, we could be the first podcast on Mars. We could be. They would have no choice but to listen to us. So we would be the only game in town. Be the only entertainment on the planet. Oh my goodness, that'd be fantastic. I wonder how soon though we could turn into like the Martian Alex Jones. <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> I have been preparing for this my entire fucking life. But the Earth has abandoned you. They don't want you there. They don't care about Mars. You're gonna have to eat your neighbor. You're gonna have to eat your neighbor's <laughs> ass. You think I want my kids to see me do that? You know what they really want you brought you here for? It's for the Martian sand. That's what they put inside hourglasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Alex Jones. Huh. I-, I think for 2021, we should um, do uh, oh my god, do it a, sp- a special challenge. Hmm. So for 2021, I think we need to take Alex Jones's testosterone supplement and see if it makes us totally jacked and handsome. Well, oh, gee, if that's the case, why don't I just piss in my own mouth? <laughs> You're going to piss in your own mouth and tell yourself it's raining? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, No, no, I am not doing that. I'm not putting that, that poisonous shit in my body. I'd rather eat at Arby's. <laughs> Look, there's there's one of two possibilities. Either one, your testicles are going to shrivel up and fall off, or you're going to get a real big dick, and you'll have gigantic muscles. Oh, so, we talked about that yesterday off mic. I am perfectly comfortable with the size of my dick the way it is. Not because it's really big, but I know that I can get it all the way in. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so that that's that's it's a, it's a very selfish thing, you know. I'd rather I'd rather know that I can get it all the way in there, right? As opposed to be like I'm so big, I can like oh, it's like you know, all I can get in is like the first three inches, like uh, t- you know, whatever. No, hell no, man. I mean, just I mean, yeah, i like I don't have to dig a hole to China. <laughs> you know, just, I just got to dig a hole, you know. Just, so just, yeah, and no, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. If we can get, and, and besides, uh, um. Alex Jones is not full of muscles. Uh, the, the pictures on the advertisements for his supplement beg otherwise. Okay. Okay. I'll have to take a look at the pictures. If you wouldn't mind it's, pulling those up on your phone. It's literally the exact same picture side by side, but the one after he's taken the supplement, he's tinted slightly red. Oh, so his Pills of turning are Red Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna smash those libtards, that's what I'm gonna do! <laughs> wow. That, that'll probably be the supplement for Mars That's what you will take <laughs> Yeah, You blend in, it's camouflage That's what he's in, he's just been preparing everybody For the day that they have to leave And go to Mars, We're like, "See, so you're already ready <laughs> Okay people, if we can raise $6,000 a month on Patreon I will take the Alex Jones supplement challenge Okay well, $6,000 a month I just got to start thinking about now How am I going to retool this so it's just me doing a podcast Because I don't think it's going to be as much fun <laughs> and I, I, don't know if I'm gonna be able to find another another co-host that can. You know, I'll be fun even on drugs. <laughs> oh, you know what I can do though, right? Um, maybe I can like like uh like frequency white noise that shit. So you know, like um oh it'll be um it'll be like like mind quad right like you'll be like all roided out and stuff and you won't be able to move. <laughs> and, but I can hook something up to you so I can just still get your brain waves. we can like put that to sounds so <laughs> and you'll be like a robot. Uh, and i are like, hey, everybody, it's turk twenty two And me. I'll call me. <laughs> <sighs> uh, well, we tried signing out a while ago and I kind of ruined it. But yeah, so <laughs> catch us later, folks. We'll be broadcasting from Mars take the last train to Marsville and I'll meet you at the station bye <laughs> yeah. alright there folks that was our moms think we're funny let's uh let's give them a hand